welcome back. So today is actually a very exciting episode because I have my first guest ever. And I will say after like, what, 30 minutes of technical difficulties? <laughs> Just about. This is what we're doing. But welcome back, everyone. I want to introduce Rocio, my good friend. We've been friends since preschool. Yes. It's been a long time, on and off, you know. But we've been friends for a long time. We've known each other for a long time. And I wanted to have you on to just kind of go through your life journey in a way and what you've done with what you do for work. And we'll get into all of that. But, yeah, I just wanted to introduce you to everybody. And we'll get into it and we'll get into some questions. I'm happy to be here. Thanks Yay. for inviting me. Of yeah. course. <laughs> okay, so we've been friends for a long time. And I want to point this out because, like, we have been friends and we've known each other, but I feel like I've seen how you've changed as well, which I talk about it on the podcast all the time. We're supposed to change. You're supposed to grow and evolve and all that good stuff. But I like how I've seen that you you do what you want with your passions and your interests. And, okay, so the reason I want to say, like, I've known you for a while is because I think you were very different than who you are now and that's gonna go into the conversation of kind of like not what happened but what made you take this path and your new interest and so for everyone listening out there so Rocio does and I might mispronounce this wrong are you Veda yeah okay and um so I I saw her again after high school we kind of lost contact and you know as everybody does but I went to like a holistic approach of treating my allergies and Rocio was working there I was like that is like interesting because I never saw that interest in you in school and so I just thought that was like oh my god that's so cool you've always had such a pure heart though so it was easy to understand like I see her doing this but I want to ask you First of all, what is Ayurveda and how you came about to do that? Yeah, so um, again, thanks for having me. This is really fun. I'm I'm excited we're doing this. And like, yeah, we go way back. Like preschool. Preschool. Like (laughs) we were just talking about it like right before we started recording like that. We like Jesse has like some pictures of us like holding our little diplomas. And I'm like, that's the cutest thing ever. So yeah, we... Like, definitely, or, you know, we've gone way back. And, like, you know, like, life is one of those things that we all change and evolve. But, like, you're right. Like, my change has been very drastic from... <laughs> <laughs> like, this would have been, like, not something that I ever thought I would ever get into, honestly. Okay. And so... And what is this, right? So, um, so I guess in the beginning, let's start, like, a little story time. Um, so, I... It all began with uh, yoga and meditation, and I think the thing that really geared me in that direction was the fact that I was having um, mental health issues, and so I was going through depression and anxiety, like debilitating panic attacks where I would wake up in the morning and I literally like would like hyperventilate I just and I'm like what is this what's going on like you know and so that geared me towards meditation and I'm like okay I'm just gonna sit and do nothing (laughs) like what the heck is this right (laughs) and so I actually I started feeling better 
like I am like what is this and I just it sprouted so much curiosity of like this is so helpful and it's so simple I just need mm-hmm. to know more like okay. what the heck is this whole meditation doing nothing and how did this help how me how is it fixing me yeah. yeah exactly I'm like having all these anxiety attacks and all that and so at the time I was um you know working a desk job nine to five mm-hmm. and I mean I enjoyed it and it was something I really loved to do but it just didn't feel like it was like my passion my my drive right. but this thing was like woof sparks and this I'm is like, where I'm supposed to be absolutely absolutely and so um yeah I ended up um I made a trip to um Southeast Asia I went to Thailand and, and in, I wanted to ask you about that if Thailand had anything to do with it oh absolutely okay. <laughs> besides just like traveling and just you know going out into the world like just I mean I grew up in the valley and okay. I really didn't um, move away I like I mean I visited family in Mexico I'm originally from Mexico and I you know would you know go out there but you know really left the country other than my small little town here in mm-hmm. you know Vail Valley Colorado no yeah. <laughs> and so it was something that I it was a big jump because I went by myself but the oh, really I did yeah you traveled all the way by yourself yeah just by myself Wow, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I think that if I would have stayed, I'd definitely have another mental breakdown. <laughs> and, like, I really don't know where I would be. Okay, wait, so now we have to talk about you traveling by yourself. Okay, so you booked a trip to Thailand. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. Okay, first of all, what made you think Thailand? Like, I want to go to Thailand. Um, Is it just, like, because that's, like, a very, like, spiritual-driven... Yes, okay. yeah. Um, they're, mo- they're mostly Buddhist over there. It's, um... It just, it seemed like it was the place, uh, planes were also cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest vacation. Yeah. How long did you stay there? Um, so I was there for, so I was in Thailand for two months and then from Wait, Thailand. Yeah. I did not know you were gone for so long. Yeah. Sorry. One month. One month. I'm that's, sorry. That's still a long yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So you, you said, I want to go to Thailand by myself. Mm-hmm. Did you intentionally want to do it by yourself or just nobody would go? Oh, no. I, I wanted. Want, yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. So by yourself a whole month. Yeah. I needed to do some soul searching. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'm still searching for my soul. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. By yourself. That I, I, I want to say I love traveling, but I'm so scared to do it by myself. Like I'm just scared of the world. So that's so cool. I didn't know you went by yourself. Yeah. And you okay. know what? Like, I guess like the first maybe 72 hours, I did feel like I was by myself. Scared. And- yeah. Just like, I mean, I arrived in Bangkok and I'm like, um, I took a taxi and later I figured out I paid way too much for the taxi because I had no idea what the, because you're paying in bot at that point. Yes. And I'm like, I had no idea what the exchange was. So he totally ripped me off. But whatever. That was like, you live and learn, right? <laughs> but then I was like, I get to the city and it's like, it was way too big. It was dirty. I, I honestly, I didn't really like it. I'm and so I was, yeah, I was just by myself. The I didn't language. know the language. Yeah. So I ended up um, I had like a little um, travels little book that I had 
ordered online and I was like, okay, what's some cool places like around Thailand, very yogi places. Cause at the time I was like, you know, practicing my yoga and my meditation and I just so, wanted to do that. Cause when you said going to Thailand, I like, I imagine cause this is what I would do. I would like pick a resort like yeah. to stay at and you just went and you're like I'll figure it out when I'm there yeah basically you're I had so no <laughs> I nothing was booked I mean I booked my my room the first night in Bangkok because I'm like I need to know where I'm gonna right. sleep the first yes. night but after that it was like I don't know so I'm like you know what I I saw there was a um a, a a small town in, it's called Chiang Mai and I really wanted to go there and I had to take a train there so I ended up um I I don't really oh I took a taxi to the train station Mm -hmm. and then I bought a train ticket to Chiang Mai and I was sitting in the train station and I'm like I'm just here by myself Uh, a lot of Thai people around me I you know nothing nobody like I could really talk to because nobody knew English or Spanish but and then I saw um a woman and a man and they were sitting there, and they look like they speak English. So I went up to them, and I'm like, hi, my name's Rocio. Um, I'm traveling. Um, can I stick with you guys? Like, what are you guys, you know, doing? Like, you know, just having conversation. And um, to my surprise, they're going to Chiang Mai as well. Oh. And they're going to a fruit festival. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, let's stick together. And they're like, yeah, they're super nice people. Um, were they from they were German German? they were German yeah and so I ended up we you know run on the train together back to Chiang Mai and they're the most beautiful nicest people ever and so I ended up sticking with them we um um one of the girls um has means her name was and um is and we got a, a like a little cute little hostel like you know I was like backpacking so I wasn't thinking resort honestly I was like how can I make my money last as much as I can (laughs) because I'm going to a different country yeah do it all by yourself did you find your soul (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I found like I discovered parts of Rocio that I like needed to and like I had just gone over like a pretty bad breakup where I thought I needed the person and I didn't really need them you know the whole need aspect of you know not because I'd been in relationships like Mm -hmm. on and off through like my whole like you know young young years yeah Yeah. like as we all yeah and I'm like like, had I not been like when have I been by myself just by myself who am I if you think about it too like we tend to date when we're in our very important years where we're growing and we're learning about ourselves like I talked about like marriage and relationships and I talked about one of the episodes how they're so hard because you're learning your yourself like you I met my husband when I was 18 going on 19 and you're still growing as a person and that person's also growing and so it's like how do you guys still like each other after so many like growths and all of that stuff so I think when you said, you know, like, you were finding parts of yourself that you hadn't, I think that's very important. And I do want to say I feel lucky where we have a lot of growth still to do, but my husband and I have able to grow and support each other in our growth and still want to be 
each other's persons, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a beautiful thing to yeah. be able to grow together. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because, I mean, you know. You have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's that. Wow, Thailand. I I hear great things about Thailand, so I know I want to go eventually. I will <laughs> look for a resort because I'm so scared. I'll, I'll take you with me. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Actually, that would not be a bad idea. Yeah, I Let's think. Let's just put that on the calendar. calendars. <laughs> um, so what is... Ayurveda. Did you learn about this in Thailand or? Yeah, no. So in Thailand, I did mostly yoga and then I volunteered in some, um, uh, they're like workaways. Um, and so I, um, was helping build like a meditation center. I ended up moving, I moved to Bali, other long story in in there. Yeah. But in, in essence, Ayurveda, um, I came to learn about it years later so I came back to the states and um I it's so funny I saw an ad on Instagram <laughs> for a school uh, Maharishi International University and they had a program in Ayurveda and um I originally wanted to go to the school and it's in Iowa um Fairfield Iowa and um they have a um a program in Ayurveda but they also have like um like a sustainable living program so students eat vegetarian meals so it was like totally my thing right okay. I was like oh I want to yes. do this but um I also have a, a, a pip, pity I have a pit bull and I like you can't have pit bulls in Iowa so I was like okay I'm gonna do this online I know I'm like change my whole life because right. I can't because go of dog because of my dog yeah she's my baby I do. <laughs> so yeah so I ended up like doing the program online and I mean it was honestly really hard like just a lot of work and I mean financially it was tough like mm-hmm. I wasn't working my husband was the one that was supporting us and I did a little bit you know here and there like gigs you know, okay. you know rovers yeah <laughs> take care of dogs and you know that sort of thing but it was like I like kept pushing it you know I it, and the thought of you know crossed my mind like oh like I used to make pretty good money and now I am here like freaking broke <laughs> see but that, like following what and, i love so okay. it's and that's exactly like i know we talked a little bit off mic about this stuff but that's one thing i admire about you the most because you don't like what you said you were making good money and but you still followed like what your heart knew it wanted and your passions and you know when we were talking about like i love that because for a long time i felt like i'm a very creative person and growing up and I've talked about it in the podcast before like loving acting and all that stuff I felt pretty shut down from my family and even a couple of friends you know that they just don't understand that part of you know why what do you like there that's weird or whatever and I feel like I follow that I follow like the outside opinions of others like that's not a real job and like that came from my dad you know and so in a way although I didn't want to listen to that life is hard and life was proven like I do make better money here so I better stay here because you know that's society that's what we do we we pay our bills and we have the job and whatever and so I've always just you know on social media and I follow you for a long time and whatnot and although we don't talk every day I have seen how you follow what you like and you've kind of like you said you you did a little bit of soul searching but you're responding to that. You're responding to those parts of Rocio that you found. 
And I think that's so amazing because it's so hard, especially now, to make a living out of what you truly love. Because if we're lucky, we can make good money out of what we love, but that's not typically the way it goes. So I am, yeah, the way you do that, it motivates me because I'm like, Rocio follows her passion and follows what she loves. And I've seen how you're doing it. Like, you guys, we are sitting in this beautiful place that she has where she does a lot of her practice and stuff. And I'm just like, you're doing that. Like, that's that's your day-to-day life. That's your work. You don't have to go to a 9-to-5 office and, you know, get the money that you've I will had. say disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. I, I do um, – I don't work a 9-to-5, but I also – um, I work for a catering company, and mm-hmm. so I cook. But part of that is also my bliss. Like, right. I found, like, being a de- in a desk, sitting down in a computer is not what I want to do. For you, yeah. Um, and, and it's a process. It's growth. Like, yeah, like you like you said, you got to be realistic. Like, I mean, I got bills to pay. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have school debt that I need yeah. to pay off. Like, but at the end of the day, like... When I do this type of work, my work being, you know, giving health mm-hmm. consultations in Ayurveda, doing my shamanic work, or teaching a yoga class, or hosting a workshop, um, or even selling my products that I make yeah. at well, we're farmers get markets. To that. Yeah. yeah. Like that whole, like, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work to do so many different things and like people ask me so what do you do I was like hmm, what do I even tell you a little bit of everything <laughs> a little bit of everything yeah <laughs> but you know like and I still need to hold like a you know not a nine to five but, but here a stable. a stable job where I can have my stable income okay. in order to do the things that I love right and I mean you know I like for a while I was like honestly I felt like you know maybe ashamed or like maybe I thought less of myself like oh my god Rocio here you are like you know like you were making so much money and now you're like working as a cook not that there's anything bad but you you think like felt like a step back it it did and and it was like I'm not you know it took me a while to own like that part of myself of being like there's nothing wrong doing this like there's nothing wrong like if it's the thing that's putting food on your table so that you can do these other things because it's a process like i had to go through three years of school nobody knew that i was doing ayurveda stuff like nobody even knows what it is most of the time we'll explain it in a little bit (laughs) yeah because i i know a little bit because we've talked about certain things, but I don't know the whole thing and really what it comes to be. Uh, but I know I do think that's awesome that you, like you said, you had to say, there's nothing wrong if I have to do this to do that. And we live in a world where social media puts everybody's life out there. And we have created an unrealistic idea of what success should look like. And even like make you feel shame if you are doing things like you said like if you're a cook or whatever because it's like well that's not the top of the pyramid that whatever Mm -hmm. pyramid somebody made that we have to climb you know exactly but yeah and I like I had to humble up you know yes like you like it's you it's like humility is the thing that because at the end of the day like Nobody else is gonna pay my fucking bills exactly like I I gotta make myself happy and I got to be happy doing what I love. 
and no one like why should i care about anybody's judgment of me period yeah yeah seriously that's so good i'm in a better place with my job but everything you just said i i wasn't there yet to say i need to leave because it's not what i want and in hindsight now like everything worked out perfectly because i'm still with the same company just doing different things and it's been so much better for me and it's allowed me to do other things and other parts of my life that I couldn't when I had that nine to five, but I was in the exact boat. I make so much good money here. Why would I leave it? But then is that money worth your misery? Like at the end of the day, like who cares? Yeah, my bills were getting paid, but I was not happy that I could afford getting a pay cut maybe by just doing something that I liked a little bit better. But I love, I love that you, you said all that because sometimes we need to just, you know, think what do we want and why do we care what other people why, do, why does so-and-so care that this is my job? Mm-hmm. Like, why, do, why does he care that I do this? But if you think about it, when you ask or you meet somebody, it's like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do for a mm-hmm. living? And it's almost like that shouldn't be our identity. And I talked about it in yep. an episode where what, what we do shouldn't be like, oh, well, she's a teacher. It's just be like, I, I teach. Yeah. But I'm still me. Exactly. This is something others. that I do. This is mm-hmm. not who I am. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so tell us, what is Ayurveda? How, like, what what is it? Yeah, so um, Ayurveda um, is a Sanskrit word, um, and it translates as the science of life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's said to be the sister science of yoga. And okay. so when yoga is this very spiritual practice of mind, body, spirit, Mm-hmm. Um, yoga in this essence it's a lifestyle okay. it's about uh, living in harmony with nature and it acknowledges that we are mm, part of nature we are not separate from it the cycles of nature that happen what we see outside of us mm-hmm. like you know spring summer winter fall those not ex- those cycles exist within us as well in the sense that our body goes through different cycles, not just through the seasons, but throughout life. You mm-hmm. know, we, we're little, we grow, um, you know, we're in our teenage years, we grow older. Like, you know, when we're little, we got all that little baby fat. And so that's considered more of an earthier time, more Ooh. of a nourishing time. You know, we got that baby fat, we're all that nourished and stuff. But as we grow older, like, and even in, you know, like very, like, Ayurveda is so simple and it's so intuitive you know as we grow older we develop like we're you know our bones become thinner um our skin becomes thinner it's more governed by more air more lightness and so it's this process of observing um nature Mm -hmm. and acknowledging that there is harmony within and without okay um Uh, inner and outer and so when you know when you go into an ayurveda consultation um basically um um ayurveda acknowledges that you are an individual person with your individual needs Mm -hmm. what will work for you will not work for anybody else as far as like health recommendations and so um you do you get an evaluation of like what's your mind body type like what like sometimes you know like, let's say, for example, um, uh, let's see, what's a good example? Um, 
having, you know, like, let's, let's talk about skin. You know, let's say my skin is a little bit more on the drier side. Mm-hmm. Or you have another person who their skin is a little bit more on the um, reddish. They got a little reddish okay. tone, maybe, um, you know. And another person's gotten oily skin. Like, I'm not going to give the same recommendation to every single person because every person has a different skin type, you know? And so Ayurveda's like, okay, if you have oily skin, I'm going to give you something that's going to dry your skin, something a little bit more of drying. If you got more of an inflamed skin, more reddish tones, I'm going to give you something to reduce the inflammation, something cooling. So you're working with these elements. I sometimes feel like an alchemist in the sense of like, okay... Like, you know, digestion was wise as well. Like, one type of food is not going to work for everyone, you know, or one type of diet. Like, okay. that's ridiculous. And it, like, it, and it's one of those things that really has taught me, like, when I was doing the program, like, I learned so much about my, how my, how my body worked. Right. I, what it likes, what it doesn't like. Yes, yes. And how it reacted to these different things. And, I mean, granted, when you start eating in this way, like, I mean, before I started, like, I've gone through very many different, I like, we can talk about that kind of body dysmorphia, oh, like, yeah. always, you know. Another thing that social media and yeah, society puts Yeah, like, I us. need to be this, like, for me, it was like, I needed to be this skinny, this much amount of muscle, and, like, it was always, like that and I went through like so many roller coasters in that but then what Ayurveda really taught me was like to be in my own skin and be comfortable with that and intake food that is going to bring me joy and nourishment and if I'm going to eat that burger or if I'm going to eat that you know those chips because chips are my thing I love chips. chips. <laughs> like, I'm going to eat it with joy and I'm going to eat it with happiness and I'm not going to be guilty of what I'm eating. After you had it, yeah, like, like oh, why that? did I do that? No, I ate it and that's it. Like, I, my heart needed it. Because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're, you need that comfort food. You do. Yeah. And, and I now have you, uh, many, <laughs> many comfort foods. I agree. And, you know, and, and it's so interesting because, like, People can be so strict about this type of thing, especially women. Women, we're, we're you know, there's so many... Th- they these... mess us up. <laughs> Society. <laughs> yeah. And we're reclaiming back our feminine. Yeah. We are. It's yeah. the goddess time, I will say. And it really I, is. With, like, the body stuff, too, you see it more where we don't... Even, like, models, like the runways, they're not sticking to just your size 2 anymore. You could have a little bit of fat, like, and I'm, and I'm talking about, like, that fat, fat. Like, not just, mm-hmm. like, a person who's fat. The fat that your body needs, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you need fat. Because it keeps you from getting too cold. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. And so, like, you're starting to see that now. And I think that is so good if we're not, like, oh, well, you have to have this waist this size. And you have to, because that messes you up. I feel like growing up, especially us girls, like, you have to look a certain way. But we could have a whole other episode oh, yeah. on, like... <laughs> How they treat us females versus the males. And maybe we'll put that on our calendar too. A couple things. Um, So you said, okay, so like you said, for example, like I won't give somebody the exact same thing as somebody else. How do you treat some of this stuff? Like if somebody's coming to you with 
like allergies is that a good example yeah definitely so how is the treatment more like food based or is there actual medication or like how does that go um so um the way ayurvedic treatment works is very holistically okay so for example let's say you know you talked about allergies but uh, I'll give you this other example. Let's say somebody comes in and has digestive issues. You know, um, they, you know, feel bloated, can't keep anything down, or maybe have constipation, you know, can't really go to the bathroom. But then, you know, I, you know, I could recommend this, you know, treatment, you know, food, herbs. Okay. But later throughout the consultation, I find out that they, you know, been fighting with their partner and they've been holding on to something and a deep emotion. And so Ayurveda acknowledges that, you know, we're not just our physical body. We have a spiritual body. We have a mental body. We are not just this physical apparatus. Okay. Like we have this other emotional emotional and mental things that play into how our physiology functions. Okay. And so from that perspective, like the recommendation might be something more like y- you need to make peace or you need to digest these emotions with your partner first before you're even like yes you know we definitely give recommendations for food but that's not the underlying cause so ayurveda is really about what's the underlying cause of this you know and ayurveda is not you know western medicine right we're not diagnosing we're not treating anything specifically i'm treating the whole body we are the whole the the wholeness it's i like that that's so interesting you say that and i i'm a big person on signs and I'm taking this one as a sign because I've seen some videos, TikTok. TikTok is like my main, my main resource. Um, but I saw something, I even told my sister about it, how I've been seeing these things where, like you mentioned trauma, like if you hold on, or not trauma, but like fighting with your partner or whatever, I've seen videos where they talk about if you hold traumas, they can actually cause even later on, but like somebody said childhood traumas, will in adulthood present themselves maybe in autoimmune stuff and one of the examples was actually diabetes and for any of you listening out there I have type 1 diabetes and it, it is an autoimmune stuff and so I'm just like wait that just not that it clicked on me but it was like another like possibility for me to look at where like where does that come from where why do some people get it and some don't because you know I need the evidence for everything yeah and I just thought that was so interesting. And I've seen a couple of things that talk about that, how we don't think how maybe trauma and the experiences we go through affect health. But when you think about it, it makes sense because we are the whole. We're not just like, we were giving this body and this is what's going to happen to it, and period. Like there's so many factors, environment, your experiences that you live through, and that has an effect on your yourself yeah everything absolutely and and that's one of the reasons i love ayurveda so much because it's so holistic like the the definition it's the science of life it's the the science of how to live a life in harmony with nature i like that i love that too yeah it's just it's it's like 
you know, like you were saying, like the environment plays a role. Like, you know, Colorado. Colorado is a very air, airy environment. It's dry. dry. It's cold. <laughs> cold. Dark. <laughs> but then it's like, I guess it gets more sun than Florida. I don't know where I heard that once. But I, it's a very sunny, like, it's actually a very sunny place. But mind you, it's still cold. And a yeah. lot of the times it is, you know, like, right. it's not, you know, especially winter, you know. But it's, you know, so from the Ayurvedic's perspective, like, living here in a cold dry environment like Colorado it's gives you like it gives you tools to say like okay how am I going to counteract this like a lot of a lot of our skin here is really dry yeah don't look at my hands yeah I know (laughs) so what's the opposite quality of dry it's oily so you'd want to bring more oily qualities into your physiology but also like from the perspective like there's always that physical perspective but there's also like that mental emotional part where it's like the uh, when you think of like the winter like in like at least for me like I'm feeling a little more gloomy I feel more depressed I feel like you know maybe I don't want to go out as much I'm more tired Mm -hmm. and so like those are qualities more of like um, maybe some anxiety, things like that. That is more of like that quality of airness, right? So you'd want to bring that with more grounding things. So things like hmm. doing like an oil massage um, throughout your body. Like it's so crazy how like doing something physical can have an effect on the mental emotional and having a, and, and doing something on the yeah. mental emotional level can have effect on the physical. Vice like versa. there's no separation there. Right. And we need to treat things as such. Yeah. yeah, I really wish that, like, there was more, like, talk, like, Eastern and Western medicine would talk more. Like, if someone was treated holistically that way, like, I, I always tell people, like, okay, if I just went and had a car accident, like, please don't take me to a holistic healer. <laughs> like, take me to the ER. Like, I need to right. go to the ER. There's, there's a good I, balance. Exactly. They... Every, they both have their place. Yeah. You know? But I think, like, for a lot of chronic diseases, it's things that, like, not that they, like, there needs to be a balance. They right. need to speak. Yeah. Because the be Western com- medicine, and this is just my opinion, and a lot I think can agree, they're treating symptoms. Oh, absolutely. They're mm-hmm. not so much finding the problem, per se. Like, they're not asking you, where does your anxiety come from? They're like, here, take this pill yeah. to cover up that. Mm-hmm. Where anxiety is not so much the, the illness, it's the symptom. You're having anxiety because of something. So what is that something? And Western medicine does not go that route. Let's just mask all these. And again, I could also have another episode of the <laughs> pharmaceutical world because being a diabetic and the insulin that I have to use, and I say I have to because, to my knowledge, that's what I need, right, to survive, and there's nothing that I have found other than insulin that, you know, that's my treatment. But these pharmaceuticals, come to find out, they're upping the price not Isn't even by, like, double. They're, like, seven, 800% more. So it's like, okay, what, I need it. And yeah. they're like, we're just making money. And so they're never really going to treat, in my opinion... A problem that's 
making them so much revenue. Yeah. Let's just keep them sick. Yeah. It's kind of like what I get out of a lot with my experience of the things that I have to take. And, you know, I've, you talked about panic. I've had panic attacks and I didn't know they were that until I went to the hospital because I thought I was dying. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. take this pill. Yeah. I did not like what the pill made me feel. And by myself, I was like, I'm going to find a different approach. And I've worked, you know, doing therapy. Meditation that never worked for me just because I don't, I have a hard time sitting in like quietness with my brain. And maybe that is something I need to work on. And that's the point. It's not like, well, I will say this. There's a lot of different types of meditation and some could be considered easier than others or whatever. But like the whole point, like when I first started, like the very, very first, like, you're right, that that shit's hard. <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to quiet my mind? Right. Like, n- like, no. It almost like and that's the point. anxiety. But that's like, the oh. point. And that's the point. Like, the point is that, not that it's supposed to give you more anxiety, but like the point of like, the mind is meant to think. The mind's meant to think. Right. The whole point of me is not to try to quiet my minds and shut it off because that's not going to work. Okay. Like the whole point is it to just observe them. Literally. Ooh, like just that. look. Like if I'm rambling about some random shit, like there I go. Yeah. <laughs> but just like let it be. just let it be. There I am. I and like that. that. And I started with like 30 seconds to a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seriously. Like cuz that's all I could do. Right. Because I, yeah, because after that, like, my back started hurting. I was like, there's, like, everything I'm was going. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And, yeah. But then I, like I got that. to the point where I, and I mean, and this was not easy by any means. I did a 10-day silent meditation. That was crazy. What is that? That was a pain. <laughs> that was, like, to me, it was, like, and then you, like, you realize, like, every mind is its own little world. Because I remember, like, you know. It was intense. We would meditate maybe, you know, six hours a day. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, did you take breaks? Yeah, we would take breaks. Okay. So it would be like two-hour increments. So we'd meditate <gasps> from four in the morning to six in the morning. Wait, two hours just meditation? Yeah. It w- and Where during, did you do that? Thailand? Uh, I did this in, um, in Jakarta in um, Indonesia. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the whole the whole finding myself. <laughs> that is some hard work. Yeah. It was like one of the hardest things I've ever done, honestly. And and like so it's so funny. So at the end of the meditation, like in the beginning we all got to talk. We we you know, we eating and everybody signing up and then at the end, you know, we can talk again. And it was like, you know, crazy, like, oh my God, like I'm using my voice. voice. Yeah. It's like But then I hear like, okay, so I'm having this experience of like, oh my God, this is like really hard. Like, I mean, I definitely I broke through a lot of different things yeah. and towards the end it was more blissful. In the beginning I was like, What the fuck did I get myself into? Yeah, like holy shit. Holy shit, like what? I'm so messed up in here. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> And it was, like, a lot of, like, physical pain as well, just from sitting and, like, oh, hold, yeah. holding that position. Because the type of meditation was Vipassana. And you're not allowed to move, really. Like, you're, you're supposed to be in a steady position, and your mind's supposed to be focused on <gasps> sensations that's from head to toe, and that's hard. what you're doing. But then I talked to this lady, and she was a neuroscientist. <laughs> 
And she's all over, like, she's like, yeah, you know, I started doing brain games. And I was like, this girl was, her name, she was like the Aladdin girl, and that girl was that. And so she's like playing games in her mind to occupy that space. And she's having a more pleasurable experience in the beginning. She's like, this is fun. Fun. (laughs) And I'm over here, oh my God, this is where my mind's at right now. Yeah, that's crazy though, because it shows your journey at that time yeah she was there just to have a good time but but that you were there to find yourself <laughs> exactly I and love and, that. and each mind it's its own like you know like we create so many things in our minds yeah you and know? something i've learned from therapy you are not your thoughts yeah. and what you just said that you just gotta absorb your mind just let it be is so powerful and I have even given this advice. Once you conquer your thoughts, your emotions, and also, like, once you separate yourself from that, you have so much power, and it's hard. But I live with, like, my heart on my sleeve. I am just, I show my emotions. I'm driven by emotion. And I've learned it doesn't do me very good a lot of the times. So... In therapy, I've learned you're not your thoughts. So if you've had a thought of, you know, you feel X amount of whatever, that's not who you are. If you had a bad thought, even about yourself, that's not who you are. That's maybe, you know, you're having a bad day, so you feel bad. And that's just what it feels like. But it's not you. Exactly. So that's very powerful, too. If you can conquer, in a sense, your mind, you have so much freedom. You know, what you just said it reminded me of something that my shamanic teacher says. So I go to um, an instructor. Her her name is Natalie Cruz, and she does, um, she's part of, she started the Strawberry Moon community. And so I do my shamanic training with her. And she said something a couple classes ago where, like, imagine this man in the street drinking, you know, drinking a beer, a bottle of tequila, crying for a woman and like this deep deep like sense of sadness and like just like and then the next day you know he's you know back to normal you know he's doing his normal day things like to be in that space of like deep human emotion is like something really beautiful like to experience that sadness to experience that like whatever anger or like to like we're humans you know like are we not supposed to feel anything or just happy la 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 like that's not the reality of things and that is i'm so glad you said that because in my household and i talk about it like being latino and i'm sure even if you're not latino you might have same experiences where at least in my household emotions weren't talked about like you're like you said you're just you're supposed to be happy you're not if you're having a bad time if you're if you're crying for whatever like we would almost get in trouble for crying you know like stop crying or why are you crying and something that I now that I'm a a mom I'm like I will never want to pass that on because then you grow up and I'm experiencing it where sitting with my emotions is not does not feel normal and does not feel good for me and same thing through therapy I my therapist 
and she, I thought she was crazy when she was like, we're going to sit with this emotion. And the emotion was a very scary for me because it was dealing with my son's hand difference and all that pain that I would feel and that grief. I, the, I've, I said this before where, and I, well, I said this to her, I was like, I've had people die and you have that grief and this grief that I was going through, no one had died around me, but it was like the worst one, I think. And so having her say, we're going to sit through that, I was like, wait, you're crazy because you're supposed to help me like flip the page and not feel that. And she said, your body's telling you that pain that you're feeling, your body's trying to get attention to that. So let's focus. And it's awesome that you say that because like it needs attention. Yeah. Like when we're feeling these negative emotions, like something needs attention. Yes. And it's like, and sometimes, like you say, we don't want to look because yeah. that emotion feels really bad. It's awful. It's, it's scary. Awful. It's, yeah. And something she also said was, because I was like, I'm just, I'm this roller coaster, right? Like some days I'm so good and I'm like even turning the eye around like, no, we're not going to talk about that or whatever. But then, the, then I would have like maybe once a week this huge, just like, breakdown and she's like well your body cranked up those signals because you've been ignoring them and she had a good balance of like i want you to sit every single day in your sadness because that will then keep you in the depression and so something that i took from that was like if i'm feeling a certain amount of pain sadness now and i'm 20 how old am i 28 years old and it has taken me that long to now be like I am sad today and that's okay. And I'm going to let that be. And I've almost like had my thing that I do when I'm sad. So eat my chocolate covered strawberries. And like that's my thing, you know, like I allow it and I'm not just like, oh, I need to fix this. Because growing up, why are you crying? I'll give you a reason to cry. Like you're supposed to be happy. And like you said, like nothing is wrong. But being sad is not that you're wrong or that, you know, like it's bad. It's, we're human. Exactly. Our body, our mind is telling us something. It's like yeah. either we've been overworked, something's been going on mentally, emotionally that we need to deal with, that yeah. we need to go through. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, and you know, like, it's so beautiful that you mentioned that because we find ourselves really who we are at the other, at the other side of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could tell you I've, I've learned, I've always considered myself a strong person but this experience has definitely shown me that strength I thought I had was nothing compared to how strong I actually am. And just as humans, like the resilience that we have, if you allow yourself to be that, like I have a new outlook in life, a new value in life. And I don't know if that just came from being a mom because when you're a mom, there's so much changes in how you see the world. But also because of everything I've gone through and how I credit myself on how I got myself. I'm not going to say I'm completely out of it and I don't think I'll ever will be. But I've gotten through that storm and it's a lot calmer now. And I'm just like, wait, if I've been able to get through that, every other thing that I thought was like, oh my God, this is so bad, no longer is even in my radar. I'm like, that was nothing. Like, I, not that I'm challenging the universe, (laughs) but I could really do handle some Mm -hmm. bigger stuff, and I hope I never have to. (laughs) But 
you know, you learn from yourself and you're like, I got through that and I can do so much more. And if we allow ourselves to, like you said this off mic when we were talking earlier, we are powerful. If we find that power, oh man, yeah. life is a whole new game. And it's a better one, in my yes. opinion. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned, like, powerful, like you said, powerful, not what I thought. Yeah. Pa- the type of powerful. Yes. Because it's one of those things to to live in a place from your ego. Yeah. Of, like, oh, yeah, like, things don't affect me. Or, like, yeah. or, or being, like, like, you just ego. Yeah. But... Like, this other growth and this other strength comes from, like, a space of humility of where you deal with some real shit. Yep. <laughs> and you're oh, like, yeah. fuck. Like, life I'm, humbles you. <laughs> life humbles you. Yeah. And, and then that's, yeah, like, yeah. And I can definitely, like, when I was experiencing, like, these panic attacks and, and like, how, like, I felt like my whole world through went, you know, gave a 180, 360 change but it was like well I want this but it's like what's society telling me like what am I listening to and it's like it takes like for me like like I humbled down and like who am I and right and what do I value and like like you know maybe I'm not like in that like and and I don't even want to go there because it's like it's such a fake (laughs) so fake (laughs) you know And it's, like, and I always love saying this. Like, I am literally in a flying rock across space universe. And I'm, like, as of now, we don't know that there's, like, any other life forms around us. Mm -hmm. There probably is. Like, I mean, how not? We don't know the vastness of the universe. And I'm here, am I worried about, like, what people think of me? Of what my job is. What my job is. Like, our job yeah. is going to tell us what our values are. Exactly. Or how valuable well, you are. As a human. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking alive. Yeah. Like, isn't that a fucking miracle? It is such a miracle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's the beauty of, I think, also growing and maturing, that you start to see things differently. And I think, you know, going back to changing your careers or your jobs... I think we're also so scared because we think we have a limited amount of time. Like, the way I see it or I used to was, like, you're in your prime time for so long. Like, that's where you're supposed to do all these things. But it's like, well, why don't, why can't I change careers when I'm 40? Mm -hmm. Who said I had to choose an identity in my job and that's what I'll do? Like For the rest of the life. (laughs) Like, I'm a different person I'm different than what I was last week. You know, I, Absolutely. I've learned new things and I'm like, okay, I've changed my mind in that. And so like, that's the point. And so how are you supposed to keep your same job that you had when you had those types of ideas, when you have a whole complete new, you know, drawer of ideas and everything that you want to do, you change. But okay, so you also do yoga. I do, yeah. Okay, and we were talking about like exercise and yoga and I was like, oh, I never got into yoga because it's just like too slow. But apparently there's all kinds of yoga. Yeah. Okay, so what do you do? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I do a little bit of everything. It, well, okay, so um, my training um, is, is in hatha, hatha yoga, um, which is a form of yoga. You can also say hatha is all, all, all yoga. Um, but it, it really, the specific type, it, it, I will also say this. Um, 
yoga has become a very westernized form of exercise. Okay. <laughs> when in in essence yoga is more of a mental spiritual connection with the body practice. It's really like you know, uh, and we're getting into woo woo stuff, but <laughs> I love woo woo stuff. Um, I'm here going for it. more into like you know, um, spiritual awakening, spiritual enlightenment. Um, but it, it's something that has powerful impact physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you talk specifically about like the physical asanas, which are the call, like the actual physical exercises of yoga, like there's hatha yoga, there's, you know, power, hot yoga, there's, vinyasa which is more flowy there's ashtanga so they also have different like um um what am i trying to say um lineages of yoga with different teachers that teach specific types and different flows um but in essence um there's restorative there's yin you know you hold poses you're either doing i if you look at it from a spectrum there's yoga that's more restorative more calming more like slow where you're really focused more on like relaxing and you know coming into a more of state of stillness where the other yoga is more like an exercise more of a vinyasa power flow where it's more it's a lot of you know breathing and and really moving through these poses in different ways but in essence all of yoga it's meant to really bring you to a connection between yourself your breathing and like, I really, like, since I, like, you know, I told you I started with the meditation and then I started doing yoga and, like, the amount of effects it had on my mental health was crazy to me. And that's what, it, like, drew me to go take a teacher training and do this these things. And later I found more of this part of myself, like... um yeah just like how like how useful it is and how i wanted to help other people find that through yoga through meditation and then now ayurveda which that's why like it totally made sense that that's the direction that i went because they're so connected yes like and so it made your full circle i i did yeah and now like the shamanic work is more of like that more spiritual let's talk about that because i never even heard that word before so what is that what is shamanic Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. So a shaman is basically like a medicine man, medicine woman. So they, um, you work more on the spiritual etheric realms, Um, and so it's it's something that I'm. I still consider myself a student in everything that I do because there's so much to learn, Mm -hmm. and um, but just in my short amount of time learning about this it has been something that has really like even in the beginning I feel like though like I was always really interested in the energy part of you know all these practices because so I'll tell you a story of like the first time I got a Reiki done oh yeah I've heard about Reiki and yeah you know you're also my other sign I have thought about booking a session or trying that. And I, my therapist actually mentioned she does some Reiki for, she gets it done for herself. 
because she clears out you know she's a therapist a lot of people dump a lot of stuff on her oh yeah yeah and it definitely is so what i've come to learn now is that whether it's reiki whether it's energy healing whether it's some sort of other name that it may be called out there there's this there's energy in the universe and there's the source energy there's this universal field and even like i love this because even though i'm all woo -woo and stuff (laughs) i really like i always like try to find the very like how what does science have to say what is right like where is this like how can i support yes where's the support like am i just cray cray or is this just (laughs) so you had a you had a Reiki session? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll go back to that. So I, I had a Reiki session with a friend of mine. Shout out to Eddie. <laughs> um, and it was like one of the most profound healing sessions I've ever had. That made me want to then become a Reiki master. So I got training in it later on. But Yay. yeah, because it was okay. So I was like sitting on the table or laying on the table and Take it this, if you're not familiar with Reiki, it's an energy healing session, and it's a hands-off technique. So they're not even touching you. Mm-hmm. And so then they're working through transmitting universal energy through their physical body, conduiting and transmitting to yours through specific symbols. And they're um, working through the energy centers of the body, meaning the chakras, and um, I remember I was laying there and all of a sudden, like, I'm feeling this crazy energy in my hands. My hands were wide open, flexed, like... Wait, without you... He wasn't touching me. And you just noticed your hands Yeah, wide like, open? Huh. wide open, they were, like, flexing, like, there was, like, so much energy going through my body that it was just so intense, so intense. And then I had a... It was a funny thought, but I had the thought. So I was never really religious in any sense. I always thought, like, I believe that there's maybe a higher power. Right. But then the keyword maybe. <laughs> I, was I like, believe oh, in a higher power. Maybe. Well, what that is, who yeah. knows? Yeah. But sure. Exactly. But, and, you know, I did come from a religious family. Yes. But so that, I thought about your mom when you said that. So yeah. Religious. Very much yeah. so. She's always like, oh, you need to. But, Go to church. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. But I always told her, like, I'll find my my calling my spiritual practice when I do like whatever that may be and I remember I was laying on the table and I literally thought I was like if you're gonna make a sandwich like somebody has to think of the sandwich first yeah like so like if we living in the society like there has to be a creator some creative force we might not be a man in the sky get me going (laughs) I oh I go into a spiral when I think about this stuff Seriously, because like you think like, I mean, you know, and even I like we are creators mm-hmm. in order for us to, you know, be like, oh, I'm hungry. I want to make myself a sandwich. Right. Like we have to think about it first. Like right. there needs to be like and thoughts are a very non-tangible, mm-hmm. you know, you can't see a thought, right. you can't feel a thought, you know, you can see it precisely. You can hear it in your head, <laughs> you know, but it's a very, it's a very you know etheric thing right and so to me i'm like i'm sitting on the table and i'm like okay 
I'm like, there has to be a creator because the sandwich came <laughs> made itself. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that was like, it sounds funny, but it was like, to me at the moment, it was like a very ha-ha, aha moment. Yeah, and from like there, something clicked. Something clicked. Yeah. And it was that. It was like, I mean, it wasn't like, it maybe never had that thought before or whatever, but it was like a very specific feeling with a thought where I'm like, there has to be a creator. There has to be. Like, whether we call it God, universe, like natural force of nature like energy, energy whatever. like whatever yeah. that is I'm like there is yeah. and I felt really like they gave me such a sense of peace but oh, yeah and and so I had like this really profound like like awakening in that session like very like I felt like so much was lifted off of me I cried and I oh. let some stuff go and all of that and I'm, mind you when you said all that stuff, like, I'm imagining it in my head. I would, I'm so scared. I would love to do something like that, but I'm so scared. I'm so scared yeah. of, like you said, you know, you cried and stuff. Again, I think it comes back to, like, my childhood. You yeah, Don't yeah. cry. You have no <laughs> yeah. reason to cry. <laughs> that just, like, being vulnerable is so hard for me because yeah. if you're vulnerable, per se, you're weak, yeah. which makes no sense because I, I think that makes you stronger. Oh, absolutely. Because it's so scary, your emotions. It's, it's very scary. And, you know, and I will say, like, you know, not all sessions are the same. I've gotten yeah. other Reiki sessions where it was more like I fell asleep and I had no idea what happened. <laughs> so it's I could like, use a nap. <laughs> I could use a nap right now. <laughs> and it did, in in its sense, like, you know, any sort of energy work, it's always said that, like, whatever needs to happen, happens. Wow. Whatever needs to like, whatever healing that you needed for your individual body, mind, spirit, is what happened. Will you, would you say that you have to be open for it, though? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or else it's just, like, nothing happens. Like, thinking. And and even, like, in the sense of, like, placebo. Yeah. Like, or, no, or nocebo. or placebo effect. Yeah. Hey, no I don't sleep. care. As long as it's going to work, I don't care if it's real or not. If I believe it and it works, there's sign a hu- me up. There's that even more power into that. Just yeah. having that faith. Yeah. Faith is important. Yes. Yeah. I like that. That's so mm-hmm. nice. Okay, and so you do practice that now? I do, yes. Okay, how long have you been doing that? Um, Let's see here. I've been doing that for maybe five, six years now. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and I will say, like, I did stop practicing for a little bit just because I didn't protect my energy enough where, I mean, I did a... I did a group session once, and I got very sick afterwards because oh I took on a little bit too much. And then maybe you could say, oh, maybe I just randomly got sick. And maybe that could have been it. But it was just too too coincidental for oh. me. It was it was a very, like, drastic, like, I was in bed sweating some body. Like, it was intense. Wow. And so I have now learned that I have to protect myself first before I even can work and to learn how to release like your therapist and you know like and there's this beautiful thing of like I go to other people to for different things like for energy medicine or you know how do you protect your energy because I feel like whether you practice anything or not protecting your energy is important yeah yeah um I mean there's a lot of different ways um I think whatever you definitely want to choose something that feels like first of all you believe in it mm-hmm. that it works um you can do it with crystals you can do it with um 
like um, imagery, like imagining like a, you know, I can just like basic like white light around your body, like things like that. Or, you know, having a specific like necklace. Um, Like, again, I think the most important thing is that you believe it. Yeah. You have to believe it. And then, and then sage also. Palo Santo smoke is really amazing to clear. Well, we talked about sage. Sage, yes. Mike. And um, fun fact, I was telling Rocio, I didn't film an episode last week because, well, recorded. Well, I mean, I did, but I didn't post it. And I, the episode was actually, I did two. But one that I was like, okay, I'll just post this and just didn't want to at the end. was just like a fun chit chat moment of like ghost and stuff and I talked a little bit in that episode just about like saging and I told you earlier today like I just I had a bad experience saging in my apartment things happen long story short things happen in the apartment that I have yet to be like where's the common logical sense in that they're very much head scratchers and I tried sage because you know it clears the energy and like fresh start or whatever but it kind of got worse for me. So do you think it was like the intention maybe behind it that I needed to fix? <laughs> like like if you were doing it something with like fear? I was because yeah. I was scared that I <laughs> I was going to disturb something. And yeah, I did. And you did. Okay, so yeah. And so, sense. and I mean, you know, like we are energy beings. We are powerful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, you know, I always like just because like, and if you go to an energy healer or, or anyone like that, like, don't think that they are any different or more powerful than you are. Mm, you I are like that. equally as powerful. Sometimes it's nice to receive and not like do the work. You, that's why yeah. I like. And my my teacher said this once. Like like it's nice to go and receive something because mm-hmm. you're not like you can do it. Mm-hmm. I can give myself a limpia and and you know all these you're things. Right. But it's nice to be on the table <laughs> and yes. to be like I'm in the space of receiving. I'm not working. Right. And so, like, in, like, with the sage and stuff, like, everything is intention and, and yeah. energy. It's not of, like, you can be, like, oh, I'm saging, I'm cleansing, I'm cleansing, but you feel scared. Yeah. While you're doing it. <laughs> Me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where it's, like, eh. that's why my water falls into <laughs> Yeah. It, it really is about, like, that feeling of power. The feeling, not like power, but also like intention of like, it's already done. Okay. It's already cleansed. It's already like. Right. It's already there. Mm -hmm. Like thinking in the present term of what things are. Almost like the manifestation thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's like clicks in my brain as the manifestation. Yeah. And you also want to, like, if you're staging your home, um, you want to open up all the windows. I did that. And you want to move the energy from the farthest or the most inward part of the house to the outward. So you want to move the energy from the deepest part of the house and move it out the door. Okay. Definitely did it wrong because I started backwards. (laughs) (laughs) I might revisit that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll see. Or I might just have you do it. (laughs) Because I might be scared. (laughs) Okay. Um, What else did I have for you? Um, Self-growth is our last. I know we're about a little past an hour. 
We can literally go on forever. I think so, too. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I love good conversation. And, you know, I don't, don't remember if I said this at the beginning, but you are the first guest. No. <laughs> and it feels so good to have that, like, flowy conversation because when I'm by myself, it's harder because I don't have anyone responding, reacting. And it's hard to keep it flowing. And then I told you, like, the baby and a lot of distractions. So for me right now, I'm like on my highest level <laughs> of this is so fun and we could go on forever because I love all this stuff. I love, like you said, there's so much to it and some people may think like that's crazy or whatever, but if it makes sense to you and you believe it, why not? And I love just to learn other stuff and why are we going to allow one mainstream of information be the correct one? Who said that that was the only way, you know? Exactly. Um, it's always nice to, like, have all these streams of information or yeah. ideas or beliefs. And then, like, we get to pick what we exactly. decide. Like, I pick this. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, okay, this resonated. It may not resonate with you, exactly. but that's totally okay. Something and else will. It and it may that's... resonate in a later time in your life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. And that's what I'm learning. Again, I don't know if it's just growing up or whatever but yeah you just find what works for you and you know if it resonates with you at that time great it doesn't mean that's the one thing you choose forever if later on for example like you talked about religion i also grew up catholic and yeah i would go to church here and there but we did the whole like first communion and all of that stuff and i'm not one to be like i have to go to church or like there's a, a man with the white beard up in who knows heaven or whatever like i don't believe that anymore and that's okay. And then maybe if later I decide like, no, maybe that is actually what it is. And I do want to go to church. That's fine too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's there. We, we, I feel like we fo and this is my opinion, right? I feel like we focus so much on our separations, our differences. Yeah. When we should be focusing on what makes us the same, what makes us similar, right. what makes, what connects us more importantly because all these other all these religions they have the same essence yeah be good to people respect others there's somebody higher out there is yes like there's this energy outside of us that is powerful Mm -hmm. and like i'd like to argue it's within us yeah we are that powerful yeah energy because we are it we are a manifestation in our physical bodies of that like it's and you're making me just want to like take my power back i feel like it's somewhere in the house chilling or something and i'm like yo wake up (laughs) let's go yes (laughs) we got things to do in this life yes yes and sometimes doing nothing is the thing we need to do (laughs) for a little bit yeah Yeah, sometimes i'm like you know what today is that day yeah and then the next day i'm like i feel recharged Mm -hmm. i'm like okay what Mm -hmm. i didn't do now i can do it and even in a better headspace oh absolutely yeah Yeah. i'm i'm not saying like you guys need therapy because that's what but therapy is what opened up a lot of that for me but it was also the type of therapist because i have gone through so many therapists and a lot of them are very by the textbook and this one i've worked with her for almost two years now and she's a good balance of the spiritual part of things the energy part of things and then she's also has evidence-based support that she knows she needs to give me Mm -hmm. because that's how my brain works and because of her i've been so open to Every, like who's to say what life is or what it's not 
you know, like, like you said, we're here on a floating rock. Come on now. <laughs> but have at least an open mind to not believe right off the bat, but question things. Ask questions, challenge your beliefs, and what resonates with you, great. What doesn't, okay, move great. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Go on with your day. Um, okay, so to close this off in a way, um, how do you think... Because we talked a lot about like the self-growth that I've seen just like, you know, I'm sure you can also say like you are different from high school, which I would hope so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I don't think I've changed so much like you did because you really did like a whole 360 of, yo, this is not what my life needs to be. I would argue. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would say like, I mean, I don't know. I also want to say this first. Like, I feel like you're always such a sweet person. Like, you're so, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, you've always been so good to me. Like, oh. you've been, like, like, I don't know, like, a person. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now we're just, you know, giving each other out. <laughs> giving Stop love, sharing her. love. <laughs> but seriously, like, and, you know, like, I don't know, maybe... That means so much I mean, coming from you because I told you, you have the purest heart. Or I feel like from forever, you've been such a sweet person. Like you're always just there to help people or offer yourself. And you've always had that. So I do see that in you still throughout. But like everything that you've just come to be, I'm like, good for you. Because we talked about it. it's hard yeah. with society and you know yeah. and growing up in this town too like it's so small and there's not much room for other things to come in and influence you know or challenge yeah, your it's ideas. not a big city with a lot of different right. you know energies and ideas and all that and but you know I'll, I will say like as far as like just knowing you and like like just the recent changes that you've been going through with your son and yeah. like just like like talking to you now, I'm not talking to the same Jessica oh. I was when we were partying in Denver. Thank <laughs> you. That was so fun, though. It was so fun. <laughs> oh man. But but seriously, like oh, you, thank you, like I don't know. That means it's just, a lot. Yeah. 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 We're we're here to grow and evolve and learn. And if you have a smooth sailing life, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but That's I don't know it. who is always gonna have that smooth sailing no. life. Life is life is hard and. There's not a end goal of once I do these things, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've had to learn. And again, it took me 20 plus years to be like, oh, okay, so having that amount of paycheck does not make me happy. Okay, so maybe this will. And then I do that. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't either. And so having so many years of that, you you have to do and be true to yourself. And I think that's why I've come back to even starting the podcast. It's a creative and this is so outlet. cool. Yeah. This is so cool that you're doing it. <laughs> yes. Because like it just speaks I feel like to your soul. Yeah. And like you like I remember so little another little story. Yes. We love <laughs> so, stories. <laughs> so when we were I where I don't Oh, so I was out of high school at this point. And I was going to school in Denver and I thought I was wanting to go to business school, so I was doing. Oh, business. I did that too for a little bit, yeah. and I switched it. Yeah, is and and see, that's okay, people. Yes, but not okay for your bank account, but it's okay. Yeah, we're yeah, but you know, 
money comes and goes. Yes, it does. (laughs) But so it was funny. Like, I remember I had a marketing class and I was going to do a video about um, makeup. It was like a makeup commercial. I I know what you're going (laughs) to talk about. Okay. Yeah, so it's this is where it's like you've always been the creative person. Yeah. And I'm like, who did I go to when I was like, hey, like I need somebody like that can star in my video and like yeah. be the person that is it was like it was a marketing video for um for a makeup line that I was like, I don't I don't and it was in Spanish and in English, I don't remember. Or don't just remember in Spanish. Either. But, yeah, I remember it was, like, super, like, okay, no experience whatsoever. Shitty audio, but it was great. Like, like, a low budget. (laughs) Very much low budget. That is so And I was recording you, and you were coming down some stairs, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, my God, we literally have to link that video. (laughs) Do you have it? I think I do. You need to find it. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube somewhere. I want to see it. That is so funny because the other side of it, I had just started dating my husband now. And um, later, like years later, you know, he was like, because I was doing a lot of the acting because I, I was finally like being more independent and growing and like, I don't care if my dad thinks a bank teller job is the job for me. Like I would never want to do that. And I never did, but I did other stuff. But I was like, you know what? If I like this and that keeps me going and happy, I'm going to do it. And I did, like, some things in Denver for acting. I think you even went, remember I went once, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's another story. But I remember, funny to that, um, I think my husband thought I was, like, uh, a professional, like, paying actress because I was like, I've got a gig to get to. <laughs> and I was like, I would treat everything, like, really, no matter if it was, like, low budget, high budget, whatever, because... I, I've done things like I've done PSA, public service announcements that were full camera crew. I've done um, fashion shows where somewhat of a makeup person is there, but like for the most part, like you're there doing a lot of it, you know, so I've done things that have more of a production or what, and every single one of them, I would treat them like a gig because I'm like, if this is what I want, this is the experience I need to have and I need to treat everything as is so that I have the practice. And so my husband for a while, he's like, he went to one of like my fashion shows I had in, in Denver. And I say fashion, I'm so proud of that because I'm so short, but I was still, again, we're moving in a different direction. You don't have mm-hmm. to be six mm-hmm. feet tall. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm busy that day. I've got a gig to, to get to. And so for a while, you know, I was doing the Denver stuff and everything. He was like, damn, I thought like, not that he was disappointed, but he was like, I really thought like, she's like, that's her work. You know, like, she does all these things because I was doing things. Like, he would drop me off at, um, I did a lot in the Valley here, a lot of, like, free modeling, per se, for, like, new photographers. Um, so a lot of that stuff, and that I love that stuff that I, you know, no matter if you're going to give me a penny, $5,000, whatever, I was like, it's a gig. Mm-hmm. I got to go model for this dress. I'm busy. And so he was like, damn, that's her, that's her job. Like, that's what she does, and... Slowly it died down because, you know, life got crazy and then you pay bills. But he confessed that to me, like, years back. He was like, I really felt like that's just what you do when you have, like, your other... I worked at a gas station when I met him. It's like, that was just, like, your income source. But, like, this is what you do. <laughs> yeah, I got a gig. I, I, I have to do that job so I can do my bliss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yeah. that you have that. Like, we're going to have to search it up on, on YouTube and yeah, and see how... 
I'm embarrassed just thinking about it because I don't remember a lot it's of like it. It's like the shit audio, like so bad. It was like so windy that day. You know what I also found? In acting world, you have a, um, damn, I don't even remember what it's called, like a reel per se. And um, it w- I had both, a comedy one and a drama one. I cringe at those videos so hard. And they were filmed in like in Denver and like this, house that was rented out for us to have these scenes and you're acting with other people and i saw a while back i saw the videos i found them i was cringing the whole time i was like i did this but you know what <laughs> if i do that again they're gonna look better and full circle again you're growing and evolving but that's amazing i yeah. totally forgot about that yeah. one we so i'm to excited it. to like so this is the first part first couple of episodes Mm-hmm. I'm excited to how this podcast is going to evolve in the future. My sister is so nice. She's my biggest cheerleader. Shout out to you, Steffi. Um, and I, like I told you, even if it's just one person listening, probably my sister. But she's the biggest cheerleader and she's always just been like, I see this being something. And I'm like, at this point, I'm just going to do it for me because I do a lot of things with the intent that it needs to be successful or it's not worth it. And I've loved the few episodes that I've recorded, I love how I feel afterwards. I'm like, this is so fun. It's my reset. If one person is listening to it, who cares? Like, I'm not going to put that intent anymore because I think that's when I work myself out of things where I'm like, it's not hitting the mark like I wanted it to. So I'm move on to the next thing. And it shouldn't and be that way. And when it's love, it's, it's yeah. love. Yeah. And it's been so fun. I love that you're the first guest. We have such good convo. I'm all about connecting and having even one person relate to us and because it's scary to voice things and whatnot. But once we do, then it feels less lonely. So what advice would you have to anyone trying to find the soul, their soul searching, trying to just even like in self-growth and maybe they don't know where to start. What is one piece of advice that you would give somebody? Yeah, well, I will say like, I'm still searching for my soul. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll but, ever stop. No, and it's a, it's a lifelong journey. But if if you're feeling in, you're in a space where you just, I don't know, I would say, like, trying something new. Hmm. Like, it, it's like doing something that you don't think is possible and going beyond that fear like for me it was literally leaving the country (laughs) by myself that was drastic because that's what I needed like I needed a drastic change and sometimes like a drastic change is what we need to find who we are yeah and like it's scary like it's no joke you know but like you know, and, like, I do still find myself at times, and I'm, like, what am I doing? Am I, like, yeah. like, it's it's still part of it, you know? The self-doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I, I remind myself. I'm, like, okay. Like, one day at a time, mm-hmm. you know? And you're not alone, you know? Like, you really are not alone. We're never alone. No. No. And, you know, like, don't listen to anybody else's. Yes. like ideas of what you should be doing like ask yourself 
what the fuck do I want? I'm sorry, I'm cussing a lot, but no, no I'm not sorry. Yeah. It's just how I talk. We do it. <laughs> we do it here anyway. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Something to that is, and I've mentioned this before, I have, I think it's a good three years where, like you're saying, ask yourself. I, I live my life now where I ask my manifesting that I'll live until like I'm 80 something. I ask that person in my last of days or whatever, did I have any regrets? Will Jessica in that time regret me not going for it? Will she have something to say because I let anxiety win this time? Or And so I live my life like that. And it almost is like so, it sounds so easy and simple, silly even. But truly because of that, I push myself to do things that I would never. Because I'm like, I don't want to later be like, oh, why didn't I do that? I really wanted to and I let so-and-so affect it or whatever. And that's, in a way, I think, if we were to do that, all of us, and not worry about, like, people are going to say, the judgment that comes from it, society, whatever, you have one life at the, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of the day, nothing matters, and this is going to sound harsh, but we're all going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's yeah. going to matter. You're going to die. You're not going to be here anymore, so who cares what Susie had to say about your shoes and you expressing yourself or whatever, you know, like, it's so simple, but I know it's hard. It's yeah. hard to take that initiative. Absolutely, yeah. I love that you said that. I love yeah. that. Because, yeah, right? It's, yeah. It makes sense, at yeah. least to me. Yeah, and to see yourself as your older self, like, because, like, yeah. like, who else would know yourself more than yes. them? You know, the, the more than you, like, asking them, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Will, how, will I be okay with this? Right. Yeah, am I gonna, you know, because it's so easy to say, I want to do all these things in my life, but then to actually do them and when even the opportunities present themselves, it's scary to do things that are out of your norm. And are you going to regret that? Yeah. Most of the time you are. If you're already questioning, you probably are going to regret it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was so nice to have you. Nice to be here too. So we're going to post a picture and we're going to have it on our the podcast dear underscore podcast but also you have a lot of stuff too going on um maybe we can do like even a part two we'll see how it goes because we didn't get to like you selling all your stuff you have all this holistic stuff which what is um your instagram all that good stuff where everybody can find them and learn even more because i know you have an instagram page learn about what you do your yoga your everything and then the products that you sell yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, uh, if you are interested in um, um, buying some of my products or just kind of learning a little bit more about me and what I do, um, I my website is Gula, Gula Wellness, G-U-L-A wellness.com, and Gula is an ancient um, goddess of healing and medicine, Ooh. so really power to the goddess within all of us. I that's like our, that. That's my thing. Uh, really empowering the feminine. Um, and so if you're interested in that, um, I also uh, teach yoga around the valley, different places. Um, just follow my Instagram, um, gulawellness.com, or just gulawellness, sorry, not .com. <laughs> just gulawellness. Um, and then you can find my personal page there. I post some of my um, stuff there. 
And then I also um, I rent a space at Alpenglo Holistic. I'm part of um, the collective there. Um, and so this is where we're actually uh, recording the podcast. And so I do uh, energy work. Uh, I offer Reiki and uh, shamanic flower cleanses, as well as Ayurveda consultations. Um, but if you ever just want to talk about this stuff, I'm like, yeah. I just love talking about it and just... You know, um, yeah, it's my bliss. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll get, I just like, I have all these ideas now flowing. And for a while I wanted to have the podcast be video too, but we have to figure out all of that. We couldn't even figure out the two mics. Technical <laughs> difficulties. I know. So we'll see, but maybe we could do a part two of kind of everything that goes on in your world and how it works. And I think it'd be very interesting to see. So maybe we can move into like a video stuff. Yes. We'll see. Um, but yeah, and one thing I do in the podcast, if you're returning, you know, I have a jar of motivational stuff and I forgot it, but my work gave me a jar of motivational, they're folded papers and stars and there's a motivational thing. Ooh, Rocio has something for us. I was going to say, I forgot to bring them and so I don't have a motivational thing. Ooh, so cards. going to pull a card yes. and see what the cards say. Okay, you guys are getting a special treatment on this one i'm excited i have actually seen lots and lots of videos of oracle cards um one of my co-workers bought a pack too and she takes it to work i don't see her much anymore but we would pull cards all day long at work all right pull one two or three whatever your heart desires i'm gonna do i'm gonna do two do i do it at the same time one and then this one. Oh, I love that okay so we pulled the what do you feel card and then we'll take a picture of these so you guys can see them yes and uh, conscious connections Ooh, mm. creepy that ties to everything we talked about <laughs> it's like hmm. oh man I love that Okay, we're just looking a more in-depth message of the cards. So we'll just read a little bit. Yes. There are many options around you. Some are helpful, but others are distracting you from your truth. Although it can be helpful to hear the thoughts of others, when it comes down to it, you will have to come to your own decision. Do you know how unique you are? How your path is your path to be chosen, lived, and created only by you? Someone else cannot become the source of your decision-making power without negative repercussions of, for both of you in the long run. I Be who you are. I have chills. Did we just not talk about all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. You see? Be who you are. Don't let others' judgment influence the things you want to do. <gasps> That's so good. Okay, and then the next one is the conscious connections. And I think this is just, yeah. Okay. This is a call for more intimacy in your immediate relationships. Ooh. There's an opening for the heart-to-heart -heart communication <laughs> that can salvage and restore a broken friendship or relationship if you're willing to honor your differences and look to what unites you. Sometimes it is hard to bear the differences between one another. One person may be willing to live life in high definitions, while another may live more vicariously. We and talked about connections. Yeah, we talked about and I think that the differences. 
yeah, and that we are really more connected than we are different conscious connections. Well, there you go. You guys got a much better than a motivational sticker paper. Just as good. Um, But anyways, again, if you're returning, thank you so much for rejoining us. And I hope you like this one. A little bit more different type of podcast. Um, The next one will also have another guest so stay tuned for that one but again you can find rocio on instagram gula wellness we'll have a picture with all of the info too so don't worry you can find it there too podcast instagram is dear underscore podcast but thank you so much again i love having conversations with you and we'll see everybody else in the next one bye bye, bye. bye.